Welcome to Native Notion, a gaming podcast that isn't afraid to talk anything and everything. Here's your host, Klamath. Yo, 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 what's good? What's really good? What's Gucci, everybody? I appreciate the fact that you're willing to come out and hang out with me today. Today, we're going to be discussing an all-important topic. Who's Klamath? If you do not know, my name is Klamath. Welcome to the podcast. This is the very first episode of Native Notion. So let's get into it. How did I come up with the name Klamath? How is that something that possibly stuck so much with me that I could possibly put it on every social media account that I possibly have where people want to know me by that? Is that my real name? No, absolutely not. But the reality of the situation is I needed to figure out something that worked out well for what it is that I was trying to achieve. I was going to be a streamer. I planned on gaming under this name. I wanted all of my socials known as this name. So I found something that meant a whole lot to me, something that vibed with me in the long run, something that I grew up with, something that I knew about, something that was a part of my history, if you will. Um, If you don't know, I'm Native American. My Native American heritage comes from Northern California. I'm a part of the Karuk tribe. I am a carded member, if you will, a licensed member. I don't know how you want to really relate it in that sense. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, I wanted to find something that represented the tribe that I was a part of, the group that I belong to, my heritage, if you will, something that would be what it is that I wanted to represent in that sense. Um, So I chose something that was very near and dear to the tribe in of itself that would mean a lot to them. The tribe operates off of a river called the Klamath River. That river is spelled differently than in that which my name is spelled. That's not why I chose to, to use it in that sense. However, I didn't want to take that which was the name of the river and use it for my own, right? I still want to maintain the sanctity that is the special aspect of life for the tribe. So I was trying to honor that point, right? Ultimately... Our goal is to make an impression that lasts for people. There's a lot of people who don't know the fact that, hey, I'm a Native American, despite the fact that my profile picture in many locations is of a, uh, it's a skeleton with a headdress on top of it, right? Headdresses are very well known within the Native American culture. Um, The nature of the businesses, I don't expect everybody to know, right? I, I mean, it would be outrageous for me to go about this situation and expect people to know everything about me or what every hidden meaning is about me because there some of this stuff is not meant to be completely public right some of it is meant to have a meaning to you in the long run and that's what i'm trying to achieve and that's ultimately what i was trying to achieve from all of that i chose the name klamath because like i said it's a life force it is the one thing in in life that everybody needs, right? It's the ultimate thing in everybody's life, water, right? This tribe that I belong to settled along a life force that gave them what they needed to achieve the goals that they needed to achieve, right? That is both spiritually and 
for the tribal communion that is associated with it, right? So it made sense to me to be able to try to find something that worked out really well to represent what it is that my tribe used for that and have my own identity. Now, there are some people that have reached out to me in many different scenarios where they've asked like, oh, are you from Oregon? Uh, the If you don't know, the river isn't as well known as the waterfall that is associated with the river. The waterfall is located in Southern Oregon. Um, like I said, my tribe is located in Northern California. No, I'm not from Oregon. I grew up in Southern California. I joined the US military back in 2004. Uh, I moved all over the country, um, and now I live in Washington State. Um, but back to who is Klamath, right? Klamath, I, I'm a guy. Um, for those who don't know, I, I am fairly competitive in a lot of senses, um, but the reality of the situation is I'm not the best at everything that I try to do. I, I recognize that. I, I don't have any problems with that. I I tried to be as good as I could possibly be in the things that I try at, but I don't always succeed. That's the reality of the situation. The adult in me recognizes that, hey, you're not going to be the best person that you can be. And that's fine. Uh, ultimately, I want to try to better myself overall and uh, achieve the goals that I have set for myself and make sure that all of the, all of the things that I set out to do, get a, they do get achieved. And you move on with that. However, that's not always going to be the case, right? The, the reality of the situation is like sometimes you're going to be in a situation where you're not set up to win. And, and there's very little that you can do to change that. Now, mind you, that doesn't mean that you're incapable of changing that, but it just means like ultimately you have a lot of work to do to be able to achieve that point. If you're not willing to put in that work, then so be it. You're going to be stuck with what you have. Now, with that being said, who is Klamath, right? What, what am I about? Who am I the person? Well, my name is Sam. I, like I said, I grew up in Southern California. In 2004, I joined the U.S. military. It was the Navy. I enlisted as a nuclear machinist mate and did eight and a half years. Um, that time that I spent in the military is invaluable, though not always memorable, nor desired to go back to. Uh, the reality of the situation is not everything is good. It's never going to be all good, uh, but you got to make of it what you will make of it in that sense. Uh, and that's exactly what I did. I made the most of it that I could during my time in, and I have used it to my advantage to be able to get me to many different points. Um, after I got out of the military, I went and worked in Phoenix, Arizona. I worked at a power plant that was there. Um, for those who don't know, a nuclear machinist mate is somebody who operates the machinery that is associated with a nuclear power plant. Um, so I had a background in power generation and uh, I had a background in, in the mechanics that were associated with them, right? We do a lot of maintenance. That is what it is. Uh, anyway, uh, that got me a job at a power plant in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and I worked there for a year before I realized like, hey, 
I don't really want to work with these people. It wasn't the job in of itself. Now, mind you, there's a lot of restrictions that, that are associated with this job that kind of turned me off. But at the same time, you run into these people who are regarded as some of the smartest people that you're ever going to run into. And, and honestly, I really did run into a lot of the smartest people I'm ever going to run into. Um, but when I got out and I worked in this location, there were people that continued to act that way. Uh, and the reality of the situation is I, I didn't want to be a part of that anymore. I didn't like it. I didn't like the way that I was being treated because people thought they were better than me or that they were smarter than me. I, I don't care if somebody's smarter than me. That Let's get that straight. <laughs> I mean... There are plenty of people in this world that are smarter than me. I will never, ever, ever take that away from them. I'm not the smartest person in the world. I am intelligent enough to be able to navigate life. That's, a, that's me, right? But I left that job and I went and worked at a separate power plant that was in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, <clears throat> I really liked that job. It was, a, it was a small group of people that we worked with and those people... They, they were, we bonded well together. It's not perfect relationships, right? We didn't all like each other or anything like that, but we worked really well together. Uh, I did that for two years before I left that job um, in order to take my current position. Uh, my wife is from the area that we live in now, and she wanted to move back into this area. So as part of a bid to improve my family life, and to make my wife happy, um, I came back up into this region, uh, despite my, my, I don't desire to live in this area. I don't like the rain. I don't like how cloudy it is all year round. Uh, and it's not all year round, mind you, but it is enough of the year round that it, it was not desirable to me. But sometimes in life, you got to make sacrifices, right? That's what I did. I made a sacrifice and I wanted to make sure that I did what was necessary to improve my family life. Um, so, yeah, I took this position. It was a position that uh, it is electrical-based. Um, if you paid attention to the first portion of this, my history is mechanical. Uh, I have a lot of experience in, in mechanics and in all aspects that are associated with that. So going to uh, the electrical field was a real culture shock for me. It was a it was an opportunity that presented itself to me where I wanted to learn more. I wanted to be a part of what it is that these people were doing because it challenged me, right? Electricity is the polar opposite of everything mechanical. Um so getting into this field, I had to learn concepts that I was never taught before. I had to apply knowledge that I had and make it work for the situation that I was in. Uh, it, it has served me well in that sense. It is not perfect by any means, right? Uh, but the reality of the situation for me, it, this is a job that continues to challenge me daily. There are aspects of this job that are hard, um, among other things, right? They, there are so many good things about what it is that I do. There are so many good things that I, I hope that I can improve upon to allow myself to be better as both a professional and a person at the end of the day. Um, I'm never going to be perfect. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to make it work for me. I am involved in training other people. Uh, it's pretty extensive. My job takes 
two to two and a half years to qualify in the position that I do. Um, plus some additional training. I, I've since been promoted since I got to the company. Um, <clears throat> but I've, I've worked my, my butt off, right? I really have worked hard to improve my situation that I have there. Um, I, I haven't always excelled in every aspect of, the, of that situation. I have struggled in some parts of it, and it was well known within my work group, but I continue to work hard, right? Ultimately, that's what you want to do in that situation. You want to put yourself into this and try your best at being able to achieve whatever the goal is that's associated with that point. That's not to say that um, you're ever you're going to be perfect or anything like that, right? But you could always look at it as you're improving as you go along. You're going to improve the more you work and the more you try at it. At the end of the day, it's what effort you put into this, right? And I have put a ton of effort into it. I, I don't plan on leaving this job. I'm trying to promote within the work group that I work in. Uh, I'd like to get a better schedule. My schedule is not great. I work a 7374 schedule. For those who don't know, that means I work seven days on, three days off, seven days on, four days off, and I rotate. Uh, my rotation is um, days, swings, and graves. Uh, so I, I work a 24-hour shift kind of a situation. Um, I, at any given point, could be working overtime or I could be working an odd schedule. So it often means that I'm not able to participate in the events that people are doing. Right? I'd love to be able to go home every day and take care of business around the house and then get to gaming and then have this normal schedule and stuff like that, but that just doesn't exist, right? Not for me, not in this field. Maybe one day I'll be able to find a position that allows me to do that, but um, yeah, for now, it is what it is. I mean, hey, the job is really good. I'm not upset by the job. I, I enjoy the people that I work with. Even I mean, we're not always going to get along in every situation, right? That That's being an adult, recognizing that point. Um, I like what I do and I don't see myself changing what I do. Now, mind you, part of what I do is get the benefits that are associated with my position. And I've told people many a time, Hey, I can't leave my job. The truth of the situation is I am stuck where I'm at because the benefits that are associated with my job are too high, like incredibly good. It, it is, it, it is a dare. If you do dare, if you don't kind of situation, you know what I'm saying? Now, uh, it is a city position, so it's a government position. Uh, there are retirements that are associated with this, and that'll help me in the long run. Um, so I'm going to stick with it. But other than that, other than like my work life and, and what I did, right? Uh, I also have a family. Um, I have a wife and two beautiful, beautiful, beautiful children. Um, I, I love them to death, and uh, I try to make an effort to be a part of their life, um, be doing the things that they, uh, they enjoy. Um, hopefully they get to enjoy some of the things that I enjoy. Uh, it's not necessarily a one for one type of deal, right? That's, uh, it is what it is in that sense. Um, but I try to be the best dad that I can be. I'm not perfect. I don't claim to be perfect or anything of that nature. 
I, I want my kids to have a better life than I have, and I hope that I'm doing what I can to be able to improve their lives. I know that uh, they enjoy hanging out with me, so that's good. Um, my daughter comes home from school every day, and she's like, can we hang out? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Uh, now, that doesn't always work out, right? Sometimes I'm not home, and sometimes I have other obligations that are preventing me from uh, being able to do those things, right? And it is what it is. I, I'm not trying to put, paint myself as a perfect dad because I'm not. Um, but I certainly make an effort to improve myself as a person and as a father. So I enjoy it. I, I enjoy hanging out with my daughter. I have a son as well who's younger. He's, uh, he's at that age where he's a maniac about so many things. It is difficult to corral him in to make him work. Uh, the way you want him to. So we're, I'm not trying to manipulate him into acting a certain way, but, uh, you know, I have a hand in shaping the type of person that he is. Hopefully at the end of the day, I'm able to make my children understand that, hey, this situation requires a certain type of understanding from you, and you have to perform these actions and make it happen in a certain way, right? Now, Within that, I'm not saying that my ideals are perfect, um, but I'd like to think that I'm a decent enough father that no matter what I do, I'm providing good guidance to my kids and guiding them in the right direction so they can be people that are, at the end of the day, and when I say end of the day, I mean, you know, when they get older in that sense, um, at the end of the day, they are contributing members to society. That's what matters to me, right? Whether or not they're the smartest or they're the most athletic or they are, you know, like uh, put, put in a position that they're going to succeed no matter what. Like, I love my kids, right? There's very little that's going to ever, ever, ever change that aspect. I love my children. Uh, additionally, like not to gate, negate the point, right? I love my wife. Very much love my wife. Um, she is the mother of my children. She does a fantastic job of raising our children because a vast majority of the time I'm not able to be home and I can't be involved in that sense, right? I'm I'm working. So she takes care of the home life and she does a wonderful job. Um so I, I thank her often for being able to do that. Uh there are there are aspects of her job that are thankless. Uh and I I try to recognize that point. So ultimately uh that that's kind of the person that I am, right? I am, I'm a guy, I grew up in Southern California, joined the military, and after I got out of the military, I got into a profession that is very similar to what I did while I was in the military. Um, on top of that, like interests, uh, what are my interests? Well, I have, I have some, and they are, they are good in that sense. Uh, I, I like them, right? That obviously, they are my interests, so if I didn't like them, I'd be in a bad position. But, uh, oh, I, I, I love sports sports are a big hobby of mine uh i truly enjoy um soccer i i call it footy for me it is a mixture of how a vast majority of the rest of the world calls the game um most of them call it football i call it footy it is is a way for me to be able to describe it and not confuse it or um misguide people when we're talking about the game around the world, right? Because other people call it different things. Um, that is definitely a passion of mine. I love baseball. 
I love basketball. Uh, I haven't played basketball since I dislocated my shoulder the last time and ended up having to have surgery. Uh, it was kind of a point in my life where <laughs> I recognized that, hey, maybe, uh, maybe this isn't for you. And then I had a conversation with my mom and my mom was like, you know, sometimes you're just, you got to recognize that you're getting too old to do this. Maybe it's time to give it up. And I was like, Oof. Uh, man, I was in my early 30s at that point. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's <laughs> a tough thing to hear from somebody. But it is, it, it is the situation that you find yourself in. Um, still love to watch it. I love watching hockey. Uh, I, I am a season ticket holder for a, a NHL team that's in the region as well as I'm a season ticket holder for uh, a, a MLS team that's in the region. If you follow my social accounts, you'll know who they are. Um, I am a season ticket holder for the Sounders and for the Kraken. Additionally, I have season tickets for the Padres because I grew up in San Diego. Um, but given that I don't live there, I end up giving my tickets to my parents to be able to use. Um, it's a good way for me to be able to reward them for the job that they did in raising me, right? Raising me and my brother. I have one brother. Um, yeah, it's a good opportunity. I mean, it, it, it is a chance for me to be able to give back to them. And I hope that in life, we're all working towards giving back to our parents who gave us basically everything going up to the point of independence, right? Um, yeah, that's, I mean, it was a good opportunity. The, the tickets themselves were not horribly expensive to be able to do that. Now, mind you, the tickets for the Kraken are way more expensive than the tickets for anything else. Uh, <laughs> it is tough to justify the cost of going to Kraken games when they are putting out a product that is not very good. So, but back to what I was saying before, uh, you know, my parents go out to the Padre games. I get, uh, it's on a, uh, I'm on a 20 game it's like a half season, but it's, you know, like 20 games um, max over a certain period of time. Um, they they get to go to anywhere from like three, uh, let's call it two, like two to four games a week because of this, right? Most often than not, they're not playing more than like a series, right? And a series could be three to four games, and then they'll go off on a road trip and not be seen again for that period so they um they get to enjoy it and i'm and i'm glad to be able to provide that for them uh it, it's been a long time coming i would love to be able to go to the padre games all the time that would be a dream of mine to be able to do that um but i don't live there and i don't have any intention of ever living there so i don't think i'll ever get involved in that sense um uh, you know, I have the opportunity to pass off tickets to people who can use them and will use them and enjoy the game while they are there. So there is that. Uh, my mom can't always make the game. She is the she works for the family. Uh, my dad, my dad has been retired for many years now. So when my mom can't go to games because maybe it's a daytime game, my dad will end up going. He'll use the tickets in that sense. So they never go to waste, which is a, a beneficial for. Uh, a beneficial thing for us. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like where I primarily focus. Um, I, I love, like I said, the Padres, the Sounders, 
Kraken. Uh, I am a huge Lakers fan. I know there's going to be a lot of people that give me shit. There's a lot of people who dislike the Lakers because of their ability to win while they were in the 80s. And that has carried in 40 years later. And that, I mean, like four decades worth of time later and people still hate them because they were wildly successful in the 80s and then became incredibly successful during the 2000s time period. Uh, you know, I guess that's the nature of the business in that sense, right? People are going to end up hating the teams that you like because they aren't, they, they don't have the ability to uh, experience what it is that you got to experience, right? Um, not a bad thing in that sense, just, just the reality of the situation. It is what it is. So, uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, I end up talking with a, a friend of mine who, uh, he had the opportunity in his life to play, uh, collegiately basketball. And we, we will often talk basketball together, uh, he is 100% through and through a LeBron hater. <laughs> and that's the, it is what it is, right? Like, that's the reality of the situation. You, you are one of the best players in the game, and people are going to hate you because you are that good. Now, he will argue till the cows go home that the reason that he hates him is not because of how good he is, but because of other reasons. And it is what it is. And I don't, I don't mind that sense. It's just good to talk to him. But we we often talk basketball points back and forth, right? It that's a that's a big thing for me. Sports, I I, I kind of revolve a lot of my adult life around playing sports. Uh, I have continually played soccer, footy for the last I don't know seven, eight, nine years or so. I picked it up after watching the World Cup in 2010, and from there, it's just been ongoing, right? I fell in love with the game, and I play it as much as I can when I can. I play in two outdoor teams and one indoor team every week, and uh, I, I, I try to make it work in that sense. It's, I, it's truly, truly, truly something that I love. Um, yeah, so that, that's kind of me, right? That's, that's a bit of me. That's everything that really goes on with me. I, I do end up streaming. Um, I got into streaming randomly back in like 2016, maybe, maybe a little bit later. Um, when I was on my laptop on my kitchen table and, uh, no camera, I wasn't able to read chat. I, I use my phone to the best of my ability, but it is what it is, right? You, you live and you learn. I have grown since that point. I have... a very very decent setup i built my own computer and it's able to run all the games that i want to play plus stream them while i'm on uh using them all at the same time i use a single pc setup um it does a really good job of of all of that uh i haven't been able to stream as much or at all since i had uh basically a, a, a like a life-changing situation right so last year my wife and i we'd been talking for many many a year about resolving the situation that we had in our home uh which was a water situation 
uh, we lived at the bottom of a hill, so all the water in the area flowed to our home, stuff like that. Uh, it, it was it was a pain in the butt. So we finally came to an agreement that we didn't want to live in that home anymore. Um, so we opted to put our house up for sale and move on from that point. Uh, that came at a cost, right? The market being what the market was in 2021, it was incredibly hard to find a home that you really loved at a price mark that you were willing to purchase at on top of that i had to clear the debt that i had on my home from my credit report in order to move forward with what it is that i was trying to do with uh, this new home so essentially i had to use the loan that i had previous to this point and get rid of it for the bank to be like, Hey, everything's good to go. Not a problem. Now, uh, a lot of times that is a challenging thing for, uh, banks to do financial institutions to be able to do because there's a lot of unknowns that are associated with it. It's not a, some, a, a lot of times they are going to uh, approve you on the contingency aspect that you sell your home. And there's no guarantee that you're going to sell your home top of that right so they give us a solid in in doing that uh unfortunately we were unable to find a home before we moved out of our home so we ended up putting all of our stuff in the storage and then um the tough part of that where it became real challenging was that my wife and my children went to go live with her parents because her parents lived in the vicinity uh and i was unable to because not because they didn't have room or anything like that or or i didn't want to be with them or anything you know like that would be silly for anybody to think um i'm a rotating shift worker so there is no guarantee that i would be able to get rest when i was on graveyard shift right or when i was it when i was coming home late from being at work uh there was no there was no promise that i would be able to come into the home and, and do what it is that i wanted to do in that sense because Right? These people live their own lives, and I'm not trying to interrupt their lives in order to make my life work. So my wife and I ag agreed to have her and the children move into the home. And then I rented a room from a uh, guy that I knew from the Veterans of Foreign Wars. I'm a part of the organization. I was very fortunate that that happened because I was, I was like legitimately considering living in my truck at the time. Um, and he offered this room and, and a reasonable rent rate that that was inclusive of the utilities that we used within the home. And uh, I could not have asked for a better deal. It, it sufficed. I wasn't terribly far from my family or anything like that, so I could go see them all the time. Um, and that's what held us over between when we sold our home until we, we bought the home that we live in now, where I'm at right now. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a tough situation and it really tried all the things that I knew about relationships and, um, how much I truly loved my kids and stuff like that. Right. I have a dog that I absolutely love and you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I had to do what was necessary in order to make my, the life for my family better in the long run. Uh, I often feel like that is something that is lost among 
people today where they don't understand that you end up having to sacrifice what's necessary to be able to achieve the goals that you have in hand. Uh, cause, cause there's absolutely no wrong in you saying that I, Hey, I want to achieve this point. I want to get to this point here. I want to do that. I want to blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Uh, but you're going to have to sacrifice to get to that point. Right. And that is often lost from what I've found um, amongst our society where people feel like things are owed to them rather than understanding that you are going to get what you get and the work that you put in to make it be what it is that you want to be is truly the difference maker. Um, so that, yeah, that's what I did. Uh, I, I lived alone effectively for, ah, oh gosh, three months. I think, I think it was three months, um, before we were able to find a home and then, uh, get our bid accepted and uh, start working on the closing process, right? And then move into the home. Uh, we put a, a offer in on, I think, five different homes or four different homes, and we just got absolutely destroyed in the market. It was crazy. The people that were moving out in this area were offering full cash, offering way above asking price and stuff like that, right? Like, it was just it was unbelievable how strong these offers were that were coming in. We could not compete with them. Um, they do what's like a, uh, they call it an escalation clause where the bid that goes in is not necessarily the bid that you make, but it is the bid that happens at that moment until somebody increases their bid in which you do. Uh, you have a set amount that you make within that, uh, that purview there. And, you will increase your bid until you are on top kind of situation, but you will, you will end up setting the top price that you're willing to bid at that point. Right? So if you went in on a house that was $300,000 and there were 12 people that were bidding on it, maybe your escalation prices goes up to $400,000, right? Kind of situation, right? Where it automatically adjusts based off of the next best bid kind of situation. So there is that, uh, for, for otherwise, um, I, I, since we moved into this home, um, I did say that I was going to have streams return this year. It's going to be a tough situation. Um, my kids, uh, my wife and I agreed to not show our kids on the internet when my daughter was born. Uh, the, the reality of the situation is, uh, we're, we're concerned about freaks that are in the world, right? Um, so we agreed to that and, uh, I have made, made myself very much aware of the fact that my children can be seen at any given point. So I have chosen to take the necessary actions to be able to make sure that they are not seen. Um, so with that, like during the day, my daughter, my son, they make him walking into the room. That's the situation that I run into. Uh, I have my own office. Uh, to go with that, I have not done all of the soundproofing in, in my office. It's a lot of work. I, I spent a, a good deal of time. I think it was like an hour and a half, maybe two hours or something like that, of cutting cardboard squares to be able to put my soundproofing up. And, and it, at the end of the day, I felt like I had arthritis. It was unbelievable how, how painful that was. Um, so I don't want to do it again, but I need to do it again at some point in order to finish up all of the soundproofing. So my, my kids will come walking into my office at any point, right? It's an open door policy. I don't prevent them from walking in. Um, 
specifically, I want to make sure that I'm capable of being there if they need me or something like that, right? And so that's what they can use it for. But either way, um, yeah, they'll come in all the time, right? And they will, uh, I don't have like curtains or anything on my, my doors. My doors aren't, they don't lock. They have glass on them so you can see right through them. It's a true, it's a true office. Um, yeah, so they, they would be able to be seen on my camera that I use, right? And so then people have asked me like, oh, if you're concerned about that aspect, why don't you just not use your camera? And I'm like, well, it's pretty well known that people don't like the idea of somebody having kids screaming in the background while their mic is open, right? And I'm not just talking about in-game. I'm, talk I'm also talking about in like a streaming sense, right? People don't like that. That's not necessarily enjoyable in that sense. Um, so there's a lot of criticisms that are associated with it. But, um, because of that, I've been unable to stream as much as, or, or at all. I've had one stream since I moved into this home. There were, I didn't have my camera on, and it was because I was required to stream during that time period. I was, con I was competing in an Apex, uh, tournament with regiment gg and you had to live stream what it is that you were doing so i did that uh, but the kids weren't home that day they didn't come in and 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 do anything to be able to interrupt me in that sense so i was fortunate but um oftentimes i'm in these situations where i, I just can't stream or maybe i can but i don't know if i have the ability to do what it is that i want to do while i'm streaming and not affect the rest of my family right uh like they they sleep normal hours right so the best time for me be to be able to stream would be at nighttime but then that would be directly affecting my wife's sleep schedule and i don't want to do that so it makes it challenging in that sense i do want to return to streaming but i don't know if and when that is going to happen um i want it to happen like i was saying i do want to return to streaming i bought a new webcam i bought a new microphone to be able to do this kind of stuff right but who knows if i'll be able to achieve it we'll see um there's work that i have to do in order to make that happen but um yeah i mean we're gonna we're gonna do what we can in order to achieve it uh i, I certainly hope that like if you're listening to this and you're not following me on my socials please check them out I'm not guaranteeing that you're going to like everything that you see, right? But maybe you do. Maybe that that aspect of that alone will mean that you want to check out what it is that I'm going to do more often kind of situation, right? Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all that. That stuff is active for me. I'm trying to become better about being active on Instagram. I don't do a lot of pictures, so it makes it challenging, right? Instagram is pictures. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get better at it. Um, but I put up stuff out there. It's not always going to be the, uh, like the perfect clip that's associated with what it is that you're doing or anything like that. Maybe it's just a picture of something that I've been doing, or maybe it's a picture of something that I have, or maybe it's a picture of the nature, or maybe it's a picture of something cool that I saw, you know, like that's the kind of stuff that I'll, I'll, I'll be putting together in, in that sense. You can find me. Where, wherever you want in those categories. Um, I am on Twitter. 
and it's where I'm most active. So you can use Twitter. If you use Twitter, you can find me twitter.com slash Klamath underscore. And it is K L A M M A T H underscore. If you're finding me on Instagram, it is instagram.com slash Klamath TV. That is my original gaming tag. Um, you can also find me on ho- uh, on Hover, right? Or Hover. Uh, it depends on how you really pronounce it. I, I put clips up on there. I use a software to be able to take uh, videos of the uh, gaming that I am doing, which I don't have a lot of time for. <laughs> I mean, like it's a, it's a lot of work to be able to work around the house and take take time to be with the kids and and make sure they're okay and all that stuff, right? But when I get a chance to game, I use a software that automatically will record it. So I'll put clips out. Um, and I'll put them out on my different socials and stuff like that. Um, mostly you're going to be on Hover. So you can find me there. And that is um, hover.gg slash Klamath. Please take a look at it. See if you like what you see. If you, if you like what you see, go ahead and hit that, that follow button, right? The, sub- the subscribe button. Um, on this podcast, this is the Native Notion podcast. Please subscribe to that point. We're going to be working to make sure that it's in all the different major locations. Uh, But in the meantime, here's your opportunity to show a little support, right? If you like what you hear, if you like what you see, we're going to try to do this uh, as much as possible. Um, When I say that, I I mean, I'm going to try to have a podcast that is out weekly. Um, Tuesdays are going to be our drop day. So please feel free to um, hit that subscribe button. If you like what you hear, then voila, you found something, some other content that works out well for you. Um, I would certainly appreciate it in that sense. I know that everybody has busy lives. And the great thing about podcasting is that if you do it, um, you can put it out at any given point and then somebody can listen to it at any given point, right? So if you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, uh, give me some reviews. Let me know how it is that I'm doing. Uh, this is, as I was saying before, episode number one. Who is Klamath, right? Uh, let me know if you liked what you hear, right? Maybe I did good in that sense, or maybe I did not not so hot, or maybe there are some things that I can pr- improve on, or something of that nature, right? I don't think that uh, I am going to be perfect at this. There's a lot of growing that I have to do. There's a lot of techniques that go along with this that are going to improve as I do it. Um, but for now, yeah, let me know how I'm doing. If you think that you know something better than I do, please let me know. I'm, I'm good with that. There, there are aspects of this that I can improve upon that I will certainly take your opinion on and, uh, and make you, uh, at least your input feel valuable in that sense. Um, yeah, I, I love cars, right? I, I, I bought a brand new car, uh, recently, which I was, uh, lucky enough to be able to do and uh unfortunately a a rock hit the windshield and now i have to replace the windshield which they can't do until um they can't do that until three weeks from now which sucks fortunately i have a a another vehicle to be able to do this (laughs) to be able to handle life with right um but uh yeah so like i was saying you can find me on my different socials. Please, 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 please take your time. Take a listen. Let me know what you think. Uh, 
I, I plan on keep keep doing this point, not necessarily talking about who I am or anything like that, but we're going to cover different topics. I am going to focus on gaming. Uh, that is one of my passions, right? I love to game. Uh, it, it is, it's a release for me, even though sometimes it can be incredibly frustrating, right? That's the reality of the situation. Um, but um, it'll be focused on that, but we're going to be talking about all kinds of things, right? There, there are many different topics out there for, for us to discuss about, and I would certainly appreciate if you spent the time doing what it is that you do in that sense. I appreciate the fact that you got to this point and you're willing to continue to listen. Uh, hopefully this provided you with some much needed content and uh, I, I, I plan on seeing you or, and, and talking to you again here in the near future. So as I was saying, if you don't already do it, please take a look at my Twitter account, twitter.com slash Klamath underscore. That is K-L-A-M-M-A-T-H instagram.com slash klamath tv or hover.gg slash klamath you will find me on all of those all right so please 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 be safe out there i thank you guys for hanging out with me i want you to have a great day a great week i want everything that it is that you're trying to achieve to come true right that matters for you and it matters for the rest of us so please take it easy out there and i'll be catching you next time thank you Thanks for listening to Native Notion. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with Klamath by following him on Twitch, Hover, and Twitter. All links are in the show notes. Until next time.